Welcome back to episode 93 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Just a little housekeeping and show notes before we start this episode. Uh, I want to refer back to my website, which is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. Please visit my website and you can see all my show notes and my episodes there. And also, I have an Etsy store and an Instagram, which all go by the same name. The links are right there on top. You can see all the links. Now, in the Etsy store, I have some t-shirts that are selling for $10. On Etsy, there's there's, a, there's exactly 12 t-shirts with just different graphics on them that are kind of resonate with the show and my message. And as a note, I want you to know that any t-shirt that you see there, I can make into a hoodie. A nice hoodie, one of them Walmart hoodies, with the graphic on it at no extra charge. So what you need to do is probably either before you place your order or right after you place the order for the t-shirt on Etsy, E-T-S-Y, shoot me an email at alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Hey, you know, I just ordered this shirt and I'd like it in a hoodie. And I believe I can do the gray, black, blue, like navy blue, and possibly white. So just let me know. Give me a show note what shirt you selected, and I can make that into a hoodie for you. And they look they look hot. So anyway, visit my uh, my website. And another thing, I am currently actively talking to a few different content providers to bring them on for an interview. And I want it to be a good fit for the person I bring on and, and for the show so that it synchronizes with the listeners and everything that we represent here at the Alpha Male Buddhist Podcast. As you know, this podcast is a little different. Because I, I'm able to integrate a lot of different topics. A lot of people will just get into like aliens or conspiracies or whatever. But I kind of integrate the spirituality, the conspiracy, the truth, the alpha male element, the Brooklyn, the ghetto. I kind of integrate a lot of different things in, into the show that I do here. So it does make it kind of unique. I, I'm getting really good feedback. And I have a couple of things cooking and bubbling on the side over here that I, I don't really want to get into right now. But it's stuff that is happening. So I really want to thank all of you listeners for listening and supporting the show. Get in there and get yourself a t-shirt and a hoodie for 10 bucks. Like I said, it's the same price. In addition, I just set up a Google Voice, which is 732-734-1706, where you can leave me feedback, show notes, thoughts, uh, suggestions for guests, topics, uh, in the voicemail. When uh, when you dial that number, it's going to ask you to leave your name. So you could just say listener or whatever you want to do and do that. In addition, if um, you want to leave a voicemail for the podcast so people can listen to your ideas or feedback right online, I will go aggregate through it. And the really good comments I'll put on the show so the whole Alphabet Buddhist community can listen to it. And we can share your thoughts, ideas, or whatever you want to put out there. What a, if you have an idea, suggestion, or an impression on feedback of the show and how it's helped you in your life or whatever. So just leave it on there and uh, let's get into it. And let's get into the show. So in episode 93 today, we're going to cover three different uh, topics. And they're all pretty much related. The first topic we're going to talk about is the 5G network that's happening right now that's being implemented uh, in the United States and many different countries. A lot of countries are resisting it, so it's the 5G network. Uh, China has the social credit score that actually has facial recognition. If you are 
late in paying a bill, you might not be able to get on the train or get a loan or buy a meal at McDonald's. I mean, they, they have a control mechanism, which is tied tightly into that 5G network. And then the third one is YouTube censorship. It's scary. I, I get online and I look for videos that I saw, let's say, six months ago or whatever, and they, they disappear. You don't see them. They're buried. And, I, and as hard as you search, you really can't find them or they're being removed. So it's it's really this control mechanism is trying to clamp down on us. So those are the three topics. We're going to get into the 5G, the China social credit score, which is a control mechanism, and it's like that Agenda 21 type stuff, and YouTube censorship. So we're going to get into it right now. Regarding 5G, it gets a little technical. So I'm going to just play a, a clip here that kind of breaks down the dangers of 5G, and I'll get in on the back end of that. So what's the next big thing, by the way? It's called 5G. Have you heard of it? Everybody's talking about it. Uh, frankly, I'm not a, the techiest guy in the world, so I actually had to Google it this afternoon to find out more about what 5G, what, what is 5G? So uh, I, I, I looked at Wikipedia, and here's what I found out that Wikipedia says. 5G, according to Wikipedia, is the latest generation of cellular communications targeting high data rates, reduced latency, energy savings, cost reductions, higher system capacity, and massive connectivity. There you go. A bunch of big words that may mean something to you, maybe not. But uh, it does sound impressive, right? Who wouldn't want all of that? Well, some might ask, there's got to be a catch. So joining us now is our correspondent, Michelle Greenstein, with uh, the latest on uh, 5G. And I guess the question would be that, here's the setup, ba dum boom. Is there a catch? There is. Just a small one. It might kill you. <laughs> Good to know. So you'll find... How a, so? Well, a few days ago, actually, a group of scientists, doctors, environmental organizers, and concerned citizens got together, and they called for the urgent stop to the deployment of 5G. They mm. said that it's been proven harmful to human bodies, that this is an experiment on humanity, mm. and that this should be called a crime under international law. Let's talk about today's technology, what we okay. have going on today. Your phone is constantly sending electromagnetic magnetic fields in and out of each other, whether or not you're receiving a notification right now. All of our digital tech sends this data back and forth, right, using these invisible microwave radiation signal, signals, aka radio frequency radiation. Right. Uh -huh. That's today's tech. We have every cell tower, every router constantly pulsing with radiation, whether or not you're using it. Science shows that this causes DNA damage, cancer, among other things, but don't take my word that, for it. That, and that's just with 4G. That's just with today's technology. Before Correct. we get the 5G right now, you've got some of it, but exactly. not that much. Let's listen to what Dr. Sharon Goldberg has to say. She's a clinical researcher and an internal medicine physician. This is what she has to say about what we're using today. Wireless radiation has biological effects, period. This is no longer a subject for debate when you look at PubMed and the peer-reviewed literature. These effects are seen in all life forms, plants, animals, insects, microbes. In humans, we have clear evidence of cancer now. There is no question. Um, we have evidence of DNA damage, cardiomyopathy, which is the precursor of congestive heart failure, neuropsychiatric effects. So if 4G is already doing some of this, and I imagine if somebody walks around all day with their phone next to their head for hours upon end, they might be able to, they might be doing some damage to themselves. But let's get beyond 4G. Right. How much more 
potentially dangerous will 5G be and why? Well, here's what's really dangerous about 5G. I mean, it's being sold to us as super awesome. You know, your toaster can talk to your door lock. It could talk to your self-driving car. Like, you have a thermostat in your home that knows when you're home. You have these smart homes. Like, it just really sold to us as being awesome. But the downside is that with this rollout, it will be impossible to exist in a city or to walk outside without being exposed. There's going to be a cell tower in front of every few houses. Mm. And this means that you're personal choices, whether or not you personally use a cell phone or hold it 10 inches away from your head, that cannot escape you from your radiation exposure. So let's listen to what Dr. David Carpenter, another public health physician and actually a signatory to this international appeal, had to say. I asked him about the safety testing that's been done with this 5G rollout. Okay. There's been no safety testing of 5G. Uh, the reason I think that it's dangerous is that there isn't any specific information to 5G, but we know that radio frequency radiation of 3G and 4G are associated with a whole variety of different human health effects. Everyone is going to be exposed to radio frequency radiation more continuously and at higher intensities, and that's going to cause more human disease. So if I was your big brother, or your dad, and you're being a little younger than me and probably have a little more awareness of this stuff. And I asked you, sure. so when you describe 5G, for those in the audience that maybe don't understand it, it's it's like this Alexa thing that's being sold to us. It's this thing in our homes where, as On you said, our toaster's talking to our phone and our phone is talking to... The Internet of Things, right? So I mean, if you go online and Google Internet of Things, it's just like utopian Everything vision. is connected, right? Everything, yeah, sounds super amazing. That's what 5G will eventually want hope to become. Exactly. And you're saying it's too much. It's too omnipresent. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying that there should at least be a public debate about the health effects. And the fact is the government is completely not jumping on the ball. I mean, because of the Telecommunications Act of 1996, which says that no state or local government can regulate the placement of any cell towers, regardless of environmental effects, right. that has really laid, there it is right there, that has really laid the groundwork for this toxic infrastructure. What is that and we're looking at? I mean, I this hate is the Telecommunications Act of 1996. It's long. What, why am I reading it? This basically says that regardless of health effects, you cannot stop the deployment of 5G infrastructure. Uh. And the FCC you know, which has no health expertise itself, is completely captured by the wireless industry. It's the same playbook that big oil used with climate change or big tobacco with cigarettes. You know, they're really deceiving the public and selling this to us as something that doesn't have a lot of risks. But you know who hasn't been fooled? The insurance companies. They are not selling any product liability policies that cover cell phone radiation <laughs> because they aren't fooled by these studies. And look, when people like That's find reports, right? it is. When, yeah. when usually, like when you or I go online and find reports about wireless tech to find that it's harmless or that there's no evidence of harm, we're usually looking at industry sponsored studies. Yeah. And it's not a question about whether we don't want to move toward new technology. We just want to make sure that that new technology is tested before we put the it out there. Know, so good correct. stuff. Hey, Michelle, as usual, good stuff. Thank, Thank you. you. Good report. So on the subject of 5G in the last episode, episode 92, we got into the whole control mechanism of the matrix and how we are being subjected to the simulated reality how the robotics is coming out, the self-driving cars, uh, Siri, Alexa, they're all listening to you. Your, your smartphones are actually filtering and, and monitoring everything that you do so that they can 
send advertisements to you so that the big companies can sell you more of their shit and you know so you can be a better and more informed consumer so a lot of people think hey it's fun you know my phone can you know fry eggs and you know do cartwheels and shit but they don't realize that this this is really not a good thing you know these self-driving cars and such and robotics replacing people's jobs so it you know that like i said that movie the matrix is is really a documentary and we are being put in a position where we want to, they want to harvest us as cattle so they they can harvest our energy and just have us be subjected in cattle for them but in all of this i don't want to go negative there is a positive message that i want to insert here it's very important because you know it's the yin and yang of things just any thing that you see that has a positive charge or negative charge is going to have equal charge on the other end so like sir isaac newton said every action has an equal and opposite reaction same thing goes for karma and for action and for this reality not the simulated but the reality that we live in right now so the fact that we are being subjected to this all of this negative energy and this these negative control mechanisms there's an equal and opposite uh reaction to that that is our ability to free ourselves from this if we're conscious and aware of it so i'm going to give you this positive message here and i'm going to go all the way back to episode let me see what episode was that it was episode 77 where i got into the anunnaki and lil and enki <clears throat> for those of you who haven't listened to it it's a pretty pretty good episode i kind of condense it down to i guess it's 40 minutes but it has a lot of information in it or you can just check it on youtube so enki and enlil were the anunnaki that came from the planet nibiru i know it sounds all crazy i think a lot of this is a metaphor but what effectively happened was that these intelligent entities from another planet called nibiru or the 10th planet came down here to earth and again, it could be a metaphor, but I believe that there's a lot of facts to this. They came down and they wanted to harvest gold or do whatever, you know, from this planet that they needed for the solar system or to sprinkle dust in their atmosphere, whatever, whatever. Check it. There were two main entities in that which were Enlil and Enki. Enki was in charge of manipulating the human DNA so that the hominids and the Cro-Magnum, the primitive men that were on this planet, they were not smart enough to work and become subjected to these Anunnaki. So en Enki was given the responsibility of manipulating the genetic code and making the the Cro-Magnum and whatever whatever uh, Homo sapiens that were on, on the planet to make them intelligent enough to work, to be workers. So he did go about and manipulate their DNA. They told him when he did this to be careful because they they don't want us to be too smart. They want to kind of keep us down at almost like an animalistic beast level. But Enki had a good heart. So when he did manip manipulate it, he gave us that little godlike spark, that intelligence, that high level supreme consciousness that we have right now. And this relates back to the book of Genesis and the Bible in the Garden of Eden, where you had the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of eternal life. And in the Bible, it said that God, and it's the plural word, it's plural there for the word God, it's Elohim, which is uh, uh, 
El is God and Elohim is plural for God. God said that man should not eat from the tree of knowledge because if he did, his eyes will be open and he should, shall know good from evil. He'll recognize what duality is. But why, you know, it, it, it's, it's very cryptic the way it's stated there, but when Enki created us, he basically, it's going back to the Garden of Eden and he, he gave us the fruit of knowledge. So that's what distinguishes us right now with our supreme consciousness and our awareness that we have. So the reason I'm getting into this is because this is the equal and opposite reaction to the con control mechanism being placed on us right now. We have the ability to liberate ourselves from this. Uh, you know, the way Buddha taught us that we can liberate ourselves from suffering, we can liberate ourselves from this control mechanism through self-reflection, awareness, meditation, deep breathing, and supreme consciousness being in the moment and, and really replacing the garbage that's being spoon-fed to us or shoveled into our heads by searching out and seeking true knowledge and networking with other like-minded people so that we can evolve and move forward and escape and, and crush this control mechanism they're trying to put on us. They're, they're making us cattle. So I'm going to kind of go down this path a little bit more as far as Enlil and, Elk, Enlil and Enki. <clears throat> And if you're ever in New York, the uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art has an exceptional collection of Sumerian artifacts and, and such. Really, really amazing. One of the best places on the planet. Almost as nice as the Louvre, but not quite. Not quite. The Louvre is the shit. So, what we really need to be aware of is when people ask the question, hey, you're saying that The Matrix is a documentary, why would they expose all of this truth? You know, a lot of things that we see, like 9-11 videos, like loose change and different things we see on YouTube, that people might ask, hey, you know, if that's all true, why would the controllers allow this information to get out? Why would we be allowed to, like, again, why would a movie like The Matrix be allowed to be made or, or these documentaries and this information be put out there? I'm not sure if a lot of you are aware of this, but it's, it, it's kind of a deep, Thing that that's happening right here and what happens is these controllers they go by some very old occult teachings and a lot of the teachings that they follow and they must adhere to are are from authors and, and people teachers back in the day like Aleister Crowley he had a book that was called the book of the law uh, uh, Albert Pike with the morals and dogma and like a lot of deep hermeticism uh, another book that's really evil, which is called the Babylonian Talmud. It's horrendous, man. If you read that, the Kabbalah. So there's a lot of occult teachings that these controllers are putting out there, and what happens is they're putting magic on us, magic spells, and that's why right now you're seeing. I, I believe there's a TV series that's called Lucifer. Like it's being so manifest out here in the music and the culture and the movies that. You know, this demonic entities, they want to take over, but they're putting it right in our face. But they truly are following these occult teachings, these evil teachings that, that go way back to these ancient books and these ancient teachings. Really, I'm not sure if it's true, but I believe to a very large degree it goes back to Kemet, which is ancient Egypt. They basically invented magic. So the positive things that you saw them do in the creative and the 
miraculous things that they did, you know, the opposite side of that is the darkness and the dark magic that came from that knowledge. So it's like, again, a yin and yang. Like I said, wherever you see one thing extreme on one side, there's going to be the equal and opposite side of it on the other side. It's just the way it is. I guess they say as above, below. It's it, it's it's a balance between the two things, between the two opposing forces. So the law that they have to follow when they're implementing this magic, these spells, and this these this occult, these occult actions that they're placing against us, they are they are subject to the law of karma, meaning that if they just go about doing these things, when their day comes, when they die, whatever happens, they're going to have to answer for it. So the way they feel that they get around this is that they put some of this information out, even if it's very little, but they'll put out, hey, you know, this is really what's going on. This is how we're controlling you. These are the steps that we're taking to herd you into the cattle pen and to draw your energy out and harvest your energy you know these are the evil and diabolical things that we're doing to you but if we let you know that we're doing it we're not subject to the law of karma because it was your choice to do it and it comes down to that word choice so they allow some of this information to get out so that they can be complacent and in harmony with the law of i know harmony is a crazy word to put with these with these psychopaths but they want to be in harmony with the law of karma by, again, putting that information out to us so that when their day comes, they're going to say, well, what do you mean we, we did, this was their choice. We told them what was coming and what was, what was happening. And they chose to go down, continue down the path that they were on. So we're not responsible for this. It was their choice. Listen to my words carefully. This is exactly what's going on right now. They're performing magic on us. And the way out of this and the way to liberate ourselves from this is to apply supreme consciousness and reclaim our mind, as Ter Terence McKenna said. So this is all going to tie back into the 5G that's coming, and it's also going to tie into the China. They have that the social credit score and the censorship censorship on YouTube. We must be in a position to awaken the divine aspect of our consciousness again I, I keep using the word supreme supreme thinking supreme action so we need to rise rise above what's being imposed upon us because we have the equal amount of control and power and capability that they have but we're just asleep to that fact and we need to awake to the facts and to the aspects that we have within us that's what embodied within our consciousness. So the controllers know that they're running out of time. Now, the 5G and the internet and the connectivity and all of this is a double-edged sword. What's, what's happening is this internet was put out. Well, first it was put out, I believe, for the Defense Department so that they could communicate and have redundancy so that if one communication hub was destroyed, the information would be routed to another hub and there would be no interruption of information or transmission of information throughout the planet because it's it's going through this internet interconnected network that things could be rerouted and such so that's the birth of the internet for military purposes but then it kind of caught fire and and uh you know people discovered it and it is what we have now so the controllers they 
took advantage of this internet and they started, you know, doing all of the things that they do, do right now, surveillance and listening to us and, you know, placing brainwashing videos and commercials and just monitoring everything that's going on, putting, putting people out of work and exporting jobs to co countries where people make minimal salaries, you know, the whole, the whole thing that they're doing. But the flip side of that internet is that people were now able to network through social media and communicate with one another. And that's where Neo from the Matrix, he is like the hundredth monkey, or he is the messenger that is going to help awaken everyone. So metaphorically, people that embody that Neo type of persona, that Neo, that Neo type figure, that Christ type figure, Buddha type figure can awaken the masses. And what's happening is the controllers are aware that this is happening and their own weapon is used against them. So the flip side of the internet is they, they're putting it as a control mechanism, but we flipped it back, the yin and yang of it, and now we're using it to escape the control mechanisms and to network and to have those people that have ascended consciousness and intelligence and knowledge of what's going on, to have them spread this information to everyone. And it's spreading very rapidly. I see it. I'll be talking to younger people. I deal with a lot of people in the type of work that I do, but I'll be interviewing and talking to younger people. And before, nobody really had any real understanding of what was happening on this planet, what was really taking place. Now you're beginning to see it even with young people. They're, they're aware of different uh, conspiracies and things that are happening. So the controllers, they, they are scared and they're on the run and they're trying to clamp down this 5G because... She didn't say it in that previous clip, but my understanding is the way this 5G works, it actually has elements of it that it can control your thought and it could kind of push you to want to commit suicide or do crazy things. I mean, it literal, literal hits, uh, it hits your consciousness, not your consciousness, but the neurons in your brain in a way that it, it can actually control your actions. I was listening to a clip of this individual. He was, he was speaking at some kind of county or some kind of uh, in inquiry, you know, where they were talking to different politicians and they were bringing out, they were trying to resist, you know, allowing 5G to come into their town. And the way they, they were discussing it, they said that they put this in South, I believe it's in South Korea, they put this 5G in and the it had an effect on the pigs where they just were acting erratically and they really tried to uh, avoid wherever it was. People that were living in, within a certain distance of these 5G towers were had more susceptible for cancer, for for dep real deep depression, suicide. I mean, it had a real real negative effect. You need to look up what this 5G is, this 5G network, because it's kind of like the microwaves that you have in your microwave oven, but they're just going to surround completely envelop us. It can't be good. Now, the full expression of this is actually taking place in China. And they call it the social credit score. Look it up. Look it up on the internet. Look it up on YouTube. This social credit score that's happening, literally happening right now in China, is a person could be walking down the street and they'll want to go buy, uh, they'll want to watch a movie or they'll want to go do something, get on a bus, take public transportation, take money out of the bank, something. And it happens in multiple ways. It could happen through facial recognition. It could happen through electronic transaction, like a credit card swipe or something, but it's recognized that this person was late on paying their gas bill or they got into a bar fight or something, something happened 
and it's going to be a notch or a knock against their social credit score. So when they go to get on this bus, it's going to get rejected and it's, and it's going to be embarrassing. Everybody's going to see it. And if I'm not mistaken, they'll be able to look it up on their phones who this person is and what they did. Okay. That's a matrix type shit right there. So, it, but this is happening right now in China and they're building it up because they want to control that. Not want to, they are controlling that population, but some nefarious shit going on right now. So that's the social credit score. Look into it. You know, it's hard for me to describe it, you know, because I get into so many different things. I mean, I I can't explain everything, all things from every angle. I mean, I just try to touch on the subject to stimulate you to look into these things. My thing is how they interconnect. That's what I get into. So the next thing we're going to get into is YouTube censorship. I don't watch TV and a large degree of the media that I consume and a good amount of the, not the day, but a good amount of time I spend, I spend a lot of time on YouTube doing research and looking stuff up, music, you know, some fun stuff and some research stuff and how to fix things. I mean, it's just so freaking awesome. YouTube. I love it. So part, part of what's going on right now is YouTube is burying a lot of videos that share this type of information to keep us dumbed down. They're realizing what's happening, tying back to what I said uh, about the hundredth monkey and Neo as a Buddha figure and all that. They're realizing that these ascended awake, awakened people are spreading their knowledge through the social media, through YouTube and through these vehicles, these communication vehicles. And what they're doing is they're clamping down. I'm not like a really big Alex Jones fan. Um, He has some valid points and stuff like that. Uh, like anything, but they took him off of YouTube. Actually, now that I'm on the subject of Alex Jones, he's a perfect example because what, what they do in many instances is they'll take a person and they'll have this person put out some conspiracies about this and that and John F. Kennedy and whatever, because I don't like to talk too much about it. You know, that's some research you got to do on your own as far as what the conspiracies are. They're all over the place, but they'll put a guy out and he'll talk about, you know, 9-11 and JFK ass- assassination and such. And then they'll sprinkle in how, you know, freaking, uh, I don't know, like the, the guy believes that there's uh, Martians living in Hackensack, New Jersey, and they're going to take over the world, you know, like, but he'll be serious about it. So what that does, it discredits everything that he puts on the table. His whole paradigm, his whole channel, his whole essence is going to be discredited because of this whole, you know, aliens living in a subway station in Hackensack, New Jersey, you know. And it's, again, it's gaslighting, you know, so the discrediting everybody. That That's basically what's happening right now. Like, if you go to YouTube and you type in some controversial stuff, you might see a video too, but even the ones that pop up, you're going to notice that, well, you might not notice it unless if you're aware, but it's, a lot of it is bullshit that's in there. So I'm not going to do it in this episode, but probably in one of the following episodes. I'm going to put some of the people that I really listen to. As I said, there's a, uh, a channel that I really like. It's called uh, Black Pilled. The other one is Black Pigeon Speaks. Another one that I really like is Ryan Dawson. He's he's Ryan Dawson is a little intense and stuff like that, but but the guy brings forth some real truth, and he speaks out for like people in Palestine and in Yemen and in Libya and in Syria and what's really happening in this planet to these poor children who are starving to death and being bombed to death by basically weapons that we make here in this country and, and by our, our action and our funding. And he and you know, nobody's standing up for these for these babies that are being blown to bits and so yeah, he's he, these these are some people that you might want to listen to. So 
yeah, man, I'm coming up on, let's see, 33 minutes here. So I got a little clip I want to play for you. And uh, I want to thank you for listening and namaste. One, two. On some real shit, Brooklyn, my city, your birth amongst the hustlers, the prophets, the gods, and the earth. Police, car, snitch, and scheme, and drug addicts. Only way to survive was supreme mathematics. Alpha, Omega, projects made of stone as life got harder, relied on my own. 40s chest boxing, puffing that loud with Galito, Ramito, Paquito, and Jamal. Conquerors and rulers like ancient Rome. I spend the universe and return to earth to claim my throne. Equity, wisdom, the Tao Te Ching. On the island of Boriba, we were all once kings. The solution to the struggle on how to exist, realizing the self like the alpha male Buddhists. Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn Podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast so it's motivational and inspirational i also have promotional t-shirts if you go to my website alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com you can see the promotional t-shirts there reach out to me also if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast just reach out and see if i can get that done i've been getting some really Great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.